You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is National Lutheran Schools Week, and I am just ecstatic to get to share uh, these great stories of Lutheran schools across the country. And we thought, since this is the year that we get to connect with students remotely, that we would start with students who are quite familiar with connecting remotely. Uh, So excited to head to Wittenberg Academy today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today are scholars, students from Wittenberg Academy and Mrs. Benson, the head teacher of Wittenberg Academy, Mrs. Jocelyn Benson. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks for having us. Well, let's, uh, let's go around the room and introduce some of the students who are joining us today. Uh, we have Douglas joining us today. Good morning, Douglas. Good morning, Andy. And Douglas, are you, uh, are you a senior at Wittenberg Academy? Yes, I am. Very good. We're well, glad to have you with us today. Also joining us is Joanna. Joanna, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you for having me. I'm going to guess you're also a senior as well, correct? Yes, I am. Well, wonderful. Glad to have you with us today. And we also have Sarah joining us today. Sarah, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to guess you're a senior as well, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, glad to have you all with us. Would love to hear your story of why your family chose Wittenberg Academy for you. Can we start with, uh, can we start with Joanna? That sounds great. Um, so we chose Wittenberg Academy because it continued the classical education model that my parents had used for my earlier education. Um, Wittenberg Academy also teaches the Lutheran faith in tandem with these classes, um, continuing to build upon the Lutheran education in which my parents nurtured me. That's wonderful. Uh, Sarah, what about you? Sure. So uh, my church's school went from first through eighth grade. And after that, my options were either underfunded, overcrowded public schools, or insanely expensive Catholic prep schools. And although my parents would have been willing to pursue the Catholic schools, I was not too pleased with the idea. So my dad heard about Wittenberg, and we realized pretty quickly that this was the best option available to me. And every, every day since has honestly been a testament to the wisdom of that decision. And Douglas, what about you? Well, Uh, When my parents were married, they knew they wanted to give their children the best education they could, and they knew that would be a classical Lutheran liberal arts education. So during the first five years of my life or so, or by whenever I graduated kindergarten, they had prepared a curriculum for me that would include Latin, math, literature, penmanship, history, and more. And I followed that until I believe seventh grade, after after my parents discovered Wittenberg Academy through a CCLE convention, the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. So they signed me up for Logic One, and they liked how the classes from Wittenberg complemented my curriculum at home and how I was able to learn from the masters there. Their mission is the same as ours for education. Beautiful. So paint a picture for us of what a typical day looks like for you as a student. Uh, We're talking to seniors, so you all have a lot of experience at Wittenberg (laughs) Academy. What does a typical day look like as a a student or a scholar at Wittenberg Academy? Uh, Sarah, would you like to start? Sure. Um, So I usually like to start school as soon as I can in the mornings. 
usually beginning my day with rhetoric too. So I spend a few hours on readings, discussion forums, or any other assignments uh, for rhetoric, and then I start my readings for Paideia. I don't usually finish those before lunch, so in the early afternoon I work on those, and then any other papers or assignments that um, are due soon. So, Joanna, is this pretty similar for you, or do you structure your day a little differently? This is actually very similar. Um, but my day varies. Ba- my day varies based on my work schedule, um, which I'm able to keep because of the flexibility with Wittenberg Academy classes. On a normal day, I too like to start my homework right away in the morning. I'm usually done by mid-afternoon, give or take a couple hours. Good time management is certainly important, but the load is always doable. And Douglas, what does this look like for you? How much? How how similar is this for you? Well, uh, a typical day. Well, the first thing I usually do is wake up, and uh, <laughs> then I have That's breakfast good. at or before seven. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I hit the books until I'm finished, which is usually before three p.m. Um, now, if I have more to do in a day, I have to get it done in the evening after I'm back from work. If I'm finished before noon, I usually like to do something fun. At this time of year, I'm working on uh, restoring some snowmobiles with my brother. Pretty sure that's a typical day for me, an ideal one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Douglas, what would you say has been your most challenging class at Wittenberg Academy? I would have to say Rhetoric 3. I know the other members of our group have taken these classes too. Taught by the prestigious Dr. Tallman, we focus on refining how we speak. There is a lot of reading, a lot of writing, but I found it enjoyable. And in the in the end, I came out with a better sense of both history of rhetoric and how I want to employ, employ this lost art in the public square today. We would spend weeks writing and refining the many speeches that we had to give. And to get an idea, there is an episode of the Wittenberg Hour podcast on Podbean with the final speeches from that class. Joanna, how about you? What's been the most challenging class? The class that I struggled in most uh, was Quadrivium 4, which I took last year. I think Sarah can attest to this. Um, When we took the class, quad four was astronomy taught with calculus and a bit of physics thrown in at the end. Part of the challenge came from my own mind, uh, which is not the most mathematically inclined. Despite the long hours and the late nights, I was continually amazed with the order that God put into his creation to the far ends of the universe. Hmm. Sarah, how about you? What was your most challenging class? I've got to agree with Joanna. I mean, Quadrivium 4 was so demanding for my mathematically challenged brain. Uh, But Rhetoric 1 actually was also very difficult. So Rhetoric was something I was not as familiar with as I had originally assumed. And Dr. Talman teaches a pretty intense course. So it's both enthralling and a little bit frightening to be thrown into this kind of game that you vaguely know the premise of but are now expected to master. So he does a really great job teaching it, but it can still be quite challenging. When do you learn about Christ and his love for you during these classes at Wittenberg Academy, Sarah? So I think Christ and his love for us is truly everywhere you look at Wittenberg. Uh, It's the basis for every class you take, and it appears in the actions of every teacher. There is no greater testament to Christ's love than the very undeserved grace, mercy, and dedication that every teacher shows their students. We're, we're really blessed. Douglas, what about you? Well, this question fits very nicely with my current class, Music 2. 
We're studying the compositions of Johann Sebastian Bach, who always mm. began his pieces with an abbreviation such as JJ, or meaning Jesu Yuva or Jesus Help. Um, or he would also write SDG, Soli Deo Gloria, or In Nomine Jesu, in the name of Jesus. In Wittenberg Academy, all of our online sessions begin with an invocation, a short devotional, led by the teacher or or one of the men, if the teacher so happens to be a woman, we dedicate our time first to God, then to learning. Also, during our online chats, whether it's philosophy or music or anything else, the content is always read with the lens of Holy Scripture. And Joanna, where do you learn about Jesus in your time with Wittenberg Academy? Like Sarah says, it is everywhere at Wittenberg. Um, Every class is founded in God and His Word. The teachers are excellent at pointing out the connections between the material we're studying in class and our daily lives as baptized children of God. They are always encouraging us to pull out our Bibles, our catechisms, our hymnals, the Book of Concord, and these books are full of God's great love towards us, shown in Jesus' death on the cross to save us from our sins. Mrs. Benson, you must be very proud of these students hearing them as they share about their experience at Wittenberg Academy. For our listeners not familiar with Wittenberg Academy, can you give us uh, just a brief history of how Wittenberg Academy began? Absolutely. Wittenberg Academy began almost 10 years ago, which is hard to believe that Mm. this coming academic year is our 10th academic year. It's crazy. Uh, But it began with, with this desire to utilize the internet to bring Lutheran education to any family desiring support in providing their children with a Lutheran education. And simultaneously, as Lutherans sometimes find themselves feeling isolated, Wittenberg Academy sought also to provide Lutheran community for scholars and their families. As scholars share the rigors of learning, they also partake in the mutual conversation and consolation of the brethren because of their shared doctrine. And I think you've heard this coming through loud and clear um, from these esteemed scholars. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the people served by Wittenberg Academy today? Yeah, Wittenberg Academy has the joy and privilege of serving families all over the world with faculty taught classes for 6th through 12th graders. And we also have elementary Latin for families desiring faculty taught Latin classes for their younger scholars. But we serve families with children in brick and mortar schools. We serve homeschool families. We serve missionary families, military families. Um, Some of our scholars are part-time. Some of our scholars are full-time, and some of our full-time scholars are also on track to receive a diploma from Wittenberg Academy. I I wanted to point out that uh, one of the beautiful things is that how you address your students as scholars. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that, uh, could you share with us a little bit about the, the philosophy of addressing students as scholars at Wittenberg Academy? Well, scholars, at least in my mind, really gives the impression it doesn't it's it's not something that you just do it's something that you are 
and that means that it transcends and and goes beyond your formal education. We don't just want, you know, we want our scholars to be lifelong learners. We don't want that just to be some tagline that we throw around. We want it to be something that they actually are, that the love of learning and the the foundation that they've been given at Wittenberg Academy isn't something that is temporary, but it's for their entire life in this world and for life in heaven. Well, I have just enjoyed the opportunity to meet some of the students from Wittenberg Academy today. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Benson, thank you so much for bringing your students along and letting us learn more about them. Douglas, Joanna, and Sarah, thanks for being our guests on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks so much for having us. You can find out more at wittenbergacademy.org. Thanks so much for celebrating National Lutheran Schools Week with us on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.